If you have your Bibles tonight, turn to Matthew chapter 22. We're going to be reading in verse 36. Now, I like to think of this message tonight really as kind of a, a fine-tuning message. You know, this is one of those that, you know, usually the people that are here Sunday night, and I mean this in the uh, best way I can, are, are usually the ones that don't need so much to hear those things that are preached Sunday mornings. They're the ones that are that are in a closer walk with God than some of those that just come Sunday morning and you don't see them again until the next week. So, I think a lot of times God gives me those messages on Sunday night that are kind of just a kind of a fine-tuning kind of thing. You know, we've already tackled a lot of those big obstacles in our life, but it's still those little things that we need to talk about. And the title of the message tonight is, Love Your Neighbor as Yourself. So let's start reading in verse 36. It says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So according to Jesus, and I, I trust what He says, these two things that were mentioned were two of the most important things. You see, he said that every, everything else hangs from those two commandments. So that means if you look at the Ten Commandments that were given, and you know there were, there were other commandments that were given. If you go looking through Leviticus and things like that, you'll see other laws that that God laid down for His people. But those Ten Commandments that we focus on so much seem to be the most important. And if you'll look closely, you'll see that all of those commandments hinge around the point of love. If you have love for your neighbor... You're not going to be worried about killing or stealing or lying or cheating or not honoring your father and mother, things like that. If you've got love under control, then those things will take care of themselves. Now what I want to really focus on tonight is how it's so easy for us to say we love somebody, but when it comes down to it, that love your neighbor as yourself thing is not really in our sights. It's not the thing we're really focusing on. Now, let me explain to you what I'm talking about. You know, I was... as, As so many times, God speaks to me in some of the weirdest circumstances and in things that are just commonplace, everyday events. And the other day, I was doing some laundry. Yes, I do laundry. (laughs) My wife does most of it, I ain't going to lie. But I was doing some laundry. And I went in there, and I I did the first load. And we've got the the thing of detergent that has the cap on it, and you tilt it over and push the button to 
put it into the cap, and then you put that into the washing machine. Well, I did that, so that load was done, and I went in to do the next load. Well, when I took the cap off, it had soap all over it, and I got soap all over my hands, and, you know, I didn't think nothing else about it. I said, oh, well, next time I'll remember to wash the cap out before I put it back on there. But then, you know, God spoke to me. And I remembered there was a time that my wife kind of got a little upset because I had put that cap back on without rinsing it out. <clears throat> now, y'all may say, what in the world does that have to do with love? But what God showed me was that when I did it, when I corrected myself, I didn't get upset. I just said, oh well, I'll do it next time. But when it was her dealing with me, she got upset. Now, God showed me that it was easy because I love myself to correct myself and not get upset about it. <laughs> but what I'm trying to tell you is that when it's somebody else you're dealing with, how often do you get upset? How often do you... Do you get a little bit bent out of shape because they didn't do things quite the way you think they ought to? Now, I'm not trying to step on my wife's shoes tonight, but what I'm trying to tell you is that it's easy when it's just you because you love yourself. But Jesus told us that we should love other people the same way we love ourselves. Now, that's not just a way to gloss things over. Yeah, I love, I love all of y'all. But do I really love you the way I love myself? You know, it's not quite as easy when you put it in those terms. <clears throat> Most of us don't have any problem loving ourselves. But let's think about that for a minute now. There are some people that do. There are some people that don't have very high opinions of themselves. You know, they have low self-esteem. Uh... They just feel like they're worthless. Now how can they have love for other people when they don't even love themselves? You know, so those two go hand in hand. Those both, they're both very important. <clears throat> but the thing we need to think about is how does that change the way we're going to react to somebody? The next time somebody needs help or... They ask you to do something. You know, I think about Cleon and Diane, and I'm going to brag on them a little bit tonight. I've known them for a long time, since before I can remember. <clears throat> and the way I remember them is they've always been the kind of people that would just get in there and work. They would do everything they could around the church to help out. And, you know, that's, it's not just because they had this sense of duty that they had to do it. They would offer to help people, just like Diane offered to help me this morning. She offered up her trailer or help or whatever to help us move into the house. Now, I'm not trying to make y'all feel bad for not offering because I know you would. But I'm just trying to point out that that is the kind of love for other people we should have. We should have that kind of love for other people that before they even ask, we see them in need. We see a need in their life 
just like if it was us. We, we, we need to be trying to attend to that need. Now, <clears throat> I don't know about y'all, but when I get hungry, I'm going to get something to eat. Most of the time, my wife is there to fix me a meal. But there has been a few times that she's been out of town or whatever. When it comes time to eat, I'm going to get something to eat. I'm not going to sit around and just wait on something to happen. That's because I love myself. Now, if it's one of my kids, and they're sitting there hungry, I'm going to get them something to eat. That is how it ought to be with us and the other people in this world. We ought to be actively looking at our surroundings. Look to see, is there somebody that needs help? Is there something we can do for them? Is there some way that we can minister to them? That's what Jesus was talking about. He was talking about this kind of love that goes beyond what the natural world sees as love. It's the kind of love that steps outside of just casually thinking well of people. You know, you can say you love somebody just because you like them. Just because you think they're nice people. But real love is just like faith. Without works, it's dead. If you don't put that love into action, how will they know? How will they know that you love them? How will they know that you're willing to do a little something for them? That there is love there that they may not have ever seen. You know... I'm not trying to tell y'all that I have mastered this in any way. Like I said before, I'm, I'm preaching to myself as much as anybody else. But God laid this on my heart and He showed me that maybe there's something there that we haven't all already understood. There's, there's something a little bit deeper, you know. It's easy to read those words and to say, yeah, that sounds nice. That sounds good. That's something that I need to do. And then go on about your business. But there's something a little deeper there. There's, you know, there's a reason why that was the second greatest commandment. It wasn't just because it was a good idea. Like he said, everything else hinges on these two. First, you've got to love God. And then love your neighbor as you love yourself. Everything else will take care of itself if you can get those two down. So that, that tells me that's something pretty important. That's something that maybe I need to stop what I'm doing, put all this other stuff on, on the side burner, and focus on that. I need to probably redirect my life and start thinking about how can I better show love to those around me? How can I better love my neighbor, even those people that do me wrong? Those people that don't appear to be worthy of love. You know, just as I'm up here preaching to you something that I need to do myself, Jesus didn't ever command us to do something that He didn't do. 
He came and He died on that cross for people that didn't love Him. He came and died on that cross for people that would never love Him. Even though there's some that will. So, that tells me that that kind of neighborly love that He commanded us to show that He already did Himself, maybe we ought to be looking into that. Maybe we ought to be looking into trying to figure out how we can love some of those people that don't seem very lovable. 